Yes, Chop It Up is right. Wow, that was a huge win. Kansas City Chiefs down 17-0, scoring 20 unanswered points. And they got those last three points in the waning moments of the game to... There's, listen, man, was that an ugly win? Yeah. <laughs> say it again because it definitely applies this week. Winning ugly is a hell of a lot better than have your winning streak snap or would you rather win ugly? And here's a in whether or not our our record is a true and have got a majority of their wins against really bad football teams. Uh, but look, when you go into the postseason uh, with a strong mindset of, of, of trying to get to the Super Bowl, every team is 0-0 regardless of whether you're the number one seed, you have home field advantage, or well, we've seen number one seeds win the Super Bowl. Uh, we, we've seen, uh, uh, you can put the words Super Bowl and Chiefs in the same sentence because as of right now, and I'm recording this before Sunday Night Football, the Chiefs hold the number two seed in the AFC. So if the playoffs are in the wild card round, which is pretty good, I mean, it, it doesn't guarantee that you're going to one week off. Every team wants that bye week. Then the Chiefs will be tied with the Patriots for the number one seed and would receive the number one seed and home field advantage. So, guess who in the AFC by the end of this week? And that's got to feel pretty what this team has gone through uh, from, from 2007 to 2012. So many hardships, so much pain, so much misery. And with Andy Reid coming in, the way he picked this team up from the ground, immediately going from two wins, the worst football team in 2012 to a 9-0 start and then you see in 2014 those big wins over the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks two teams that finished that year with number one seeds and ended up playing in the Super Bowl uh, of course last year in 2015 the Chiefs got off to a really rough start one and five and they go on this crazy surge to win 10 in a row 11 if you include that first playoff victory in forever Andy Reid's done quite a lot for this football team. And I know we get very critical with his play calls and the way he he goes about running this this offense. But at the end of the day, I don't know what it is. Bad play calls or not. The Chiefs are winning football games under Andy Reid. They have finished above 500 for three consecutive years. They're two wins away from finishing above 500. And making it four years. They, they haven't won nine or more games for three years in a row since Marty Schottenheimer was the head coach here in Kansas City. It's been a while. And you look at this football game here, and I think this game is a strong indication of what the Chiefs did last year, starting off so slow, but found a way to, to, to finish in the end. So, and obviously it's not the first time the Chiefs have done that this season. Of course, in week one on opening week, uh, the Chiefs had that miraculous win over the San Diego Chargers on multiple occasions. Not just this season, even last year, even uh, in three games in a row. And you're kind of scratching your head, your head wondering if things right now. They started off 5-0, and the last NFL team this year to lose. 
Pretty crazy. If you're, which by the way, you can like my Facebook page, facebook.com slash sportscaster Farzine or search Farzine. Uh, I said, I, I said before the season, I, I really didn't buy into the hype and turns out they proved me wrong. I said that they would win seven games, certainly going to win uh, a lot more as they look to on, on a pair of road games, uh, very tough opponents coming up uh, for the Saints game. Or correction, it was actually before the Saints game. Because I looked at that six-game stretch after the Chiefs defeated the Raiders. That six-game stretch, New Orleans at home, visiting the Colts, playing the Jaguars at home, visiting the Panthers, and then the Bucks at home, and then on the road against the Broncos. That six-game stretch right there, I looked at that before the month of December. And I said, if the Chiefs can win four of those games... If they can go 4-2 and two during that six-week stretch going into December, if they can have seven wins before December, they're going to be in great position to compete against the Broncos and the Raiders for the AFC West. If not, they'll at least be in a really good position to at least take one of the two wildcard spots. Turns out, the Chiefs are competing for the number one seed in the AFC. Now, the Chiefs are in such a dangerous position at the same time because they're in the most competitive division in the AFC West. I remember I, I was actually watching the uh, NFL Today postgame show after the Chiefs game on CBS, and uh, the guys on set kept talking about how uh, a very competitive division, it's the best division in football, which, you know, it's nice. because It's kind of like the SEC in football. You have all these competitive teams, so whoever wins... That conference, you know they earned it. But at the same time, if you don't win the AFC West, you end up with a wild card spot, despite having a really good record. And unfortunately for the Chiefs in 2013 and 2015, they did have 11 wins, but had to settle for a wild card spot. A lot of times, 11 wins, maybe even 10 wins, guarantees you the division. But instead, the Chiefs have had to settle for wildcard spots. I mean, coincidentally, the, the Chiefs, the last time they won the AFC West, it was in 2010 where they won 10 football games. Since then, they have had a pair of 11-win seasons, but they did not translate into AFC West titles. And it happens. It, it, the, the division has just been more tough. Of course, Peyton Manning going to Denver, that was a big part of it. Uh even without Peyton Manning now, the Broncos are still a very competitive football team. Uh, of course, coming away with a really big, at the same time, controversial, but still a, a win is a win. The Broncos had a big win over the New Orleans Saints. And the Oakland Raiders, they're doing their thing. Of course, had a bye week this week. So uh, with the Chiefs and Raiders holding the same record and the Chiefs defeating the Raiders earlier this season, uh, the Chiefs do hold the number one spot in the AFC West. Right now, the number two spot is... In the AFC. By the time you're listening to this, probably probably the number one seed in the AFC. So uh, there's a lot to feel good about with the way the Chiefs have performed this season. Uh, you know those losses against the Texans and the Steelers kind of kind of makes you scratch your head, wondering why the Chiefs could not perform so well. But at the same time, you're not going to win every single football game. But this Chiefs football team, what they did against Carolina Panthers which I'll get to in a moment, you've got to love the heart and desire of this Kansas City Chiefs football team. 
And I talked about that six-game stretch before December. If the Chiefs could go 4-2, and two, which they've already won those four games, Saints, Colts, Jaguars, and now the Panthers, they've got the Buccaneers and the Broncos left, and it's already December after those two games. So if the Chiefs can continue with this successful drive of theirs right now, they're going to have probably eight, maybe nine wins entering December. That is huge to have in your pocket going into December with the final five games there, uh, going on the road against Atlanta, and then that huge three-game stretch at home. The Raiders on Thursday night football, the Titans at home on a Sunday noon game, and then the Broncos on Christmas night uh, hopefully a, a late Christmas gift for Chiefs fans. Possibly uh, could be for the AFC West title. Uh, could have it all wrapped up. And then uh, you play the San Diego Chargers on New Year's Day. And maybe at that point the division is still up for grabs. As could be one of the two top seeds that could give you a bye week going into the playoffs. All right, I'm going to break down the game in just a moment. Later on in this podcast, I'm going to read your thoughts on the Facebook page. I put out a post asking you guys to give me your thoughts on the Kansas City Chiefs with their... How do you guys feel about everything with the Kansas City Chiefs? And I also ask you guys another question on Facebook and Twitter, which I'll... Thomas Award had to be handed out right now. Who does it go to? I, I think it, go, it could go to... I'm going to pick a guy who's kind of been on the rise, which might give away the answer, but on the occasion, and has helped this Kansas City Chiefs football team, especially during this winning streak because uh there was a lot of doom and gloom in this game the panthers drive of the game the chiefs on their opening possession out off by boston and at that point the chiefs could not not allowing the panthers score for a while eventually the panthers got through uh at the at the five yard line pushing his way forward getting five extra yards right before the end of the second half making it 17-0 and at this point, you, you weeks. Now, right before halftime, I do have to compliment Andy Reid because of the way uh, changing the uh, offensive playset right before the snap and to start off the podcast. Uh, we've got to give him credit too, and that was a really great play call to really get points uh, to get on the scoreboard some some way. Some seventeen to three going into halftime. This the third quarter, man. The the Panthers had the football for nearly ten minutes. Uh, it, it couldn't do much with it, so the Panthers took over. And it actually reminded me of 2014 when the Chiefs visited the Broncos. They had the football for 10 minutes, and there was a stat that CBS posted that in... And the Chiefs, uh, during that 10-minute drive to start off the second half, acclimated to the NFL, uh, got off to kind of a rough start, but uh, of course he had a big game today. What happened with the Panthers? They had that really long drive and couldn't come, o- come away with any... The Chiefs really needed that. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, late in the third, big play for the Chiefs came with those pair of sacks. Football team, and I agree. But I'll tell you what. Came first. For, the first one came at Kansas City's t- his 10th sack of the season. D. Ford. Bones sacked Cam Newton and lost 12 yards. So right there... And they're not in field goal range, so Gano has to come out and punt the football. 
plays, and the Panthers don't get any points after holding on to the football. Those were the key plays for the Kansas City Chiefs in this football game. Now, had you know, or had then at the very least, we would have gone to overtime. Now, who who do I think would have vote would have gone to Kansas City because at that point the Chiefs just have so much momentum. You didn't expect it, so they probably felt a lot better about the game than the uh, that that never happened. That field goal never came because of those two sacks from D Ford and days of this football game. Now the Chiefs' offense. Uh, it wasn't pretty. It, it, it just wasn't. Uh, the Chiefs didn't get any touchdowns on on offense. Instead, uh, their offensive... Uh, th- those are key. Uh, if you can't get touchdowns, find a way to get field goals. And I know four field goals doesn't sound like the most exciting set in the world, but in a situation like you'll take it. I mean, that's that's what you want. And field goals from, from, from the offense, that's... The Chiefs started to cut the deficit, and the Eric Berry touchdown very uh, early. Uh, Newton throws a pass to Greg Olson. Instead, it's intercepted by Eric. If the offense comes out on the field, are they going to c- get a field? He got that pick. Instead, Eric Berry's bouncing off defenders, breaking tackle end zone. That right there, I think every single Chiefs fan. And uh, credit to Eric Berry. I, I, this was a, his first touchdown, by the way, since actually uh, in his postgame press conference. Talked about how, you know, we all saw defeated cancer, came back in this game uh, with that interception. Uh, got that. Just shows you what kind of a person and a player Eric Berry is in, in the field for the Chiefs. And this Chiefs football team, with the exception of the antics, a whole lot. And I think that helps because they have Alex Smith, and I know Alex Smith and Alex, but there are a lot of similarities. Uh, you see that scrambling quarterback in both of them against Alex Smith in practice. I think this week was the perfect week to have Alex Smith as your court. You face a, a quarterback like Cam Newton because that is what you need, uh, Carolina Panthers. So you didn't see Cam Newton really do a whole lot with the exception of game. And then, uh, of course, that uh, touchdown where he just pushed his way forward through. Now, I will say, and this has been brought up, but the Chiefs did have a ball game too. Uh, Ross Travis, Demetrius, or Demetrius Harris. Uh, there was a key moment where Alex Smith overthrew uh, a pass to Cry, uh, trying to find Travis Kelsey in the end zone. Uh, could have been a clutch moment for uh, I, I don't want to say it's okay, but it's... Uh, so the Chiefs, despite not being able to come away with a touchdown, they still got a field goal. And then uh, this with less than two minutes, probably the craziest two minutes I can recall in uh, recent Chiefs to get the ball to him. Well, first of all, Alex Smith uh, tried to throw a pass a defensive lineman. Alex Smith caught it and then threw another pa- forward pass. So I think in that case, we all would have done what Alex Smith would have done if Luke Keekley is coming right after you. Of course, then uh, he throws it to Tyreek Hill for a one-yard loss. But not only that, because we're trying to get it, and that football just went out of bounds. Because if Tyreek Hill fumbles and the Panthers fall on it, instead of accident, the, the comeback would have fall, would have been short. But thank goodness for the Panthers, they accidentally kicked it out of bounds. The uh, next play, that's where chaos ensued. Uh, they threw it, takes the football away. Which is which is considered Niners threw an interception uh, in, in attempt trying to get it to Terrell Owens. 
Oh, it back. That's almost how it looked with Marcus Peters. Uh, except goes for as much as he can. All of a sudden, you see the CBS cameras following going on because not until they saw the cameraman follow Marcus Peters into the stands again. But and Andy Reid joked after in his press conference that uh, at that moment right there after it happened. Uh, there was that five-yard penalty, which was no big uh, after that, so they made up for that anyway. So big thanks to Spencer Ware and that offensive line. A spectacular game against the, the Panthers. And Eric Berry's their coaching. Barry, I mean, this is a guy who, at Tennessee, he, he was valiant when he was drafted in 2010. He, I mean, th- this was a defense that w- helped make the defense better. And he became an instant leader for this football team. And, of course, made the Pro Bowls up to Marcus Peters. And you could tell Marcus Peters just wasn't even, even after the game-winning field goal, like that he might have cost his team the game. I think those emotions are a penalty. But, look, man, I'd rather have a guy who is just excited and just has so much emotion in I, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big MMA fan. As you guys know, I talk about that. But... Uh, you know, in the UFC, those fighters, I mean, they, they done, let them go out there and dance and rub it in a little bit is the coolest thing to do in all of sports. Well, you, you see a guy make a jump shot. Okay. You see tons of jump shots, a popular sport in the United States, but you know, when you score, there aren't many scores. I would say scoring a touchdown Making a uh, a goal in uh, this game, and it wasn't even on offense; it was on defense, and it was on a play where, quite honest, not a takeaway, a huge takeaway uh, that uh, helped the Chiefs already. I mean, you see a lot of times with uh, with baseball players game that is fun. Uh, that that football game was fun to watch. Chiefs win, and nor nor should you. I think the Chiefs definitely have some stuff to work. A win is a win. Yeah, I mean, what are you, as a matter of fact, if you want to look at Kansas City and just how they are compared this season when falling behind by 17 or more points. 2-52. I know the Houston Texans are one of those two teams. Uh, They had that Sunday night football comeback against the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know who the other team is. Uh, but there you go. The Chiefs, uh, of course, uh, channeling their inner Kansas City Royals <laughs> with uh, with those comebacks. Uh, gotta love it. Uh, I mean, this, you know, even the even people who didn't give a damn about with those comebacks. I mean, everyone just fed off that. Not just as a sports fan, but even in their personal. Life. If anything, it just teaches you don't ever give up. Just anything. Never put put it away. Never say it's over. I, I thought the Chiefs were going to be toast. And if that's how they start off the season, uh, gosh. And th- that has kind of set the tone for the rest of the season. Defeating the Carolina Panthers, keeping the they moved into first place in the AFC West and the number two seed in the con- So it's uh, it, 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 it's great for Chiefs uh, quite a lot in the last few years. And I'll tell you what right now. Because I don't, you know, this past offseason, of course, uh, what Eric Berry is going to do after this season. Derek Johnson might not have a lot of year, good years left. I, I think both of the football from those guys, uh, it, it could be winding down soon. And those guys really see it right now with their record and the way they're playing. I think that championship. He had to watch his team, the 49ers, at the time. So, 
Uh, I mean, there are a lot of players who, of course, they're, they're a lot of players. That's when they start flirting with retirement. So many of these win a championship. I mean, when is it? It's now. It, the time is now because seeing the next couple of years, but this team specifically, these players who we've all just already, uh, Dontari Poe, I'll even include, even though he's not a, uh, he hasn't been in the league a whole lot. Uh, you know, Alex Smith, uh, I, I know not the most popular guy, but I think we still appreciate he's the first quarterback to win a game in the postseason for the Chiefs since Joe Montana. Chiefs get to the playoffs before, but it's Alex Smith who got that postseason wins, not before with the Chiefs. So the time is now. Uh, this nitpick, well, two things. It's the rush defense, but again, this this defense, it's a f- good quality football for four full quarters, for two halves team that they're not be able to do alongside with better play calling. I, I thought today it was much better with Andy crying for for a long time. But a win is a win. So you take it, you you learn from your mistakes that you made in this football game, you try to correct it in practice, move on to the next game. And the Chiefs got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next, which we will preview and break down later this week. Uh, for right now, I want to go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash sportscaster Farzine, or search Farzine Vesugian on Facebook. Uh, number one seed by the end of the night, uh, and again, by the time you're listening to this, uh, we'll know if it's not. So uh, here we go. Uh, uh, Mike uh, commented first. He said, uh, uh, "The Chiefs have well. It's not just the first half. I think in this in this occasion, this the first half, but silent in the second half. Um, it's been a tale of two halves for uh, the Jaguars game also, and this game against the Panthers. They they still found a way to win. In- so you'll take exciting football any day of the week. Yeah, of course you're pacing, you're doing anything just to hope that this team can come away with a win. So and paid off. And in response to Dan, I think that just goes to show how great this is in Jamal Charles and Justin Houston on offense and defense. Charles has played a little bit of guard in Parker Enger. Uh, I mean, this this football team has Travis Kelty ejected without Alex Smith. They still found a way to beat the uh, not the prettiest set of wins, but given what they're going through through adversity, uh, they show so much poise. Even being down fourteen going to halftime, sure it's to a comeback this year. And I don't know if I would credit Alex Smith gets a larger than prevent defense, which is a horrible idea. Uh, but uh, I mean. I'll, and uh, that that's that, that was crucial. That was much needed in this football game. And the Chiefs by five run-stopping defense. And the Chiefs ran for 91 yards off 20 carries uh, coming out, off a big win like this uh, against a good rush defense like the Carolina Panthers. Going back to the proven they have the moxie to come back. This was a big win on the road, especially since we see West. Troy said defense saved the day. That damn Denver win. Yeah, I mentioned earlier. The Broncos are going to stay behind, so the Chiefs have got to keep that going. John has them not have to. Offense played poorly the whole game. Defense the first half, offense, yet we struggle. It's a win. I'll take it. Looking at our schedule, I think we can roll, but this offense, just being honest. And that's a fair point. Like I said, this Chiefs football team right now do with this team. But if they can get some of their players back and make these adjustments, especially after a World Series and uh, an MLS Cup from Sporting KC, uh, last comment comes from Jacob. He says, no quitting this team twice this season, whether down 17-0 or 2 Thought it was going to go to overtime for sure. Uh, predicted correctly on the last second here on the podcast. I wanted to know your guys' thoughts on who the MVP is on this football team. It's quite the name there. Uh, he says Marcus Peters. Anthony says Marcus Peters is not even close. Uh, Strange King says Marcus Peters commented. 
and said uh, uh, it's uh, it's got to be Marcus Peters. So his comments on the Facebook page. Uh, Adrian said Peters, RJ Peters. Do we have our own Deshaun Jackson in this guy? I would actually compare him to Dante Hallmore, but I care. Uh, Dana said Peters, Donald Peters, Dustin said Peters, MVP is Peters, the offensive MVP is Hill. Uh, DeLeon, I hope I said that right. He said it's Tyreek Hill, no doubt. So, uh, Jason said, I'm surprised Tyreek Hill is getting some votes here. Uh, Nate said Big Red, referring to Andy. Metaphorically give them the MVP, I don't know. Uh, Aaron being an elite player, being one of the best, but... He's uh he's obviously definitely make make a difference in a football game. Saying Marcus Peters he hasn't done anything. He's definitely helped the Chiefs quite a lot this year. But do the Chiefs win the games that they've been winning? Because if it's not for that first on Sunday, do the do the Chiefs even win this game? Definitely help the Chiefs pick up the win. I gotta go with D Ford. He's he's my back. I mean, you have now. This is what we've been waiting for ever since D Ford got drafted. You have Holly just goes after it. Still, he jumped over Nunes Roches trying to bring down Cam Newton because of the pressure. And then with Justin Houston coming back, it may take him. Uh, I think for the next few years with D Ford and Justin Houston on, on Houston. Now it's going to be Houston and Ford. So that's got to feel really good. Houston, and now they'll probably have it again for a few years, a few more years in Holly and or and Chris Jones is proving like he should have been a first round draft pick instead of a second round pick. Uh, he's been a pro pole nose tackle. I mean, this guy has really killed offense in, in, in t- Chiefs win this football game again. Not the prettiest win, but you'll take it anytime you can. This is a team that's done so much to overcome adversity, struggled. Under Herm Edwards, Todd Haley, Romeo Cornell. This team has gone through so much. Dominant point. Uh, probably the best they've looked in a while. Andy Reid. If you want to talk about coaches and players. 2013. After the 2012 season, essentially. Because if it's 500 for three straight years. For the first time since Marty Schottenheimer was a head coach. Possibly happened since the 90s. Feeling pretty good. And I've said for a while, good football teams, they're, they're not the same as great football teams. There's a difference between a good team and a great team. And the Chiefs are a great team right now. In the past, you know, I may have said called the Chiefs great in 2013, but for the most part, 2013, 2014, and 2015, the Chiefs have really been on that good level. Now they're, they, they've jumped up and they're a great team. They're one of the best in the NFL right now. Talk about what this team has been able to accomplish this season. 7-2. and two. Chiefs likely will get 8 or 9 wins going in, into December. That's huge. And look, the, the intensity really picks up at the start of November because that's when the midway point occurs and teams know that they've got to finish strong. And the Chiefs are... At that level right now, where they're trying to make sure that they finish high in the AFC West, and now even in the conference also, which I don't know if a lot of us saw coming, maybe some did, maybe I I certainly didn't, and it feels pretty good. The Chiefs are winning this intensity battle right now in the month of November, and hopefully continuing in the rest of the month, and keeping it going into December. And that, that, that... Chargers, of course, you know, that's, that's an extended December, uh, even though it's on January 1st. 
Gotta love what the Chiefs are doing. If I'm Andy Reid, I gotta find a way to make sure this Chiefs team doesn't let go. Uh, Just keep your feet down, keep going, floor it, and finish the season strong. Get ready for that postseason, and hopefully you get home field advantage or at at least a bye in the playoffs. I'm Farzim Vasugan. Thank you guys for listening to the Chiefs Zone Podcast. Please hit the subscribe button. Let a friend know about the podcast. Have them subscribe as well. Like my Facebook page, facebook.com slash sportscaster Farzim, or search my name, Farzim Vasugan, on Facebook. And hey, uh, while you're at it, go up about the page and have them interact as well. I love the interaction with you guys as well as Farzim Vasugan. Again, thank you guys so much for listening to the Chiefs Zone Podcast. I'll talk to you guys later this week. Also, go around the NFL, out of bounds, and throw our penalty flags. And pre- talk to you then. Take care.